Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Welcome to the FMIA Minipod Championship Sunday Edition. It was a heck of an interesting day in the National Football League as the NFL whittled the final four teams down to two. And it's going to be a Kansas City-San Francisco Super Bowl in Miami on February 2nd. So the events of Sunday, on Championship Sunday, we had the Tennessee Titans traveling to Kansas City. That's where I am. The Chiefs won 35-24. to The most amazing thing about this game is that in the final 35 minutes of this game, Derrick Henry gained eight rushing yards. <laughs> and in the last six possessions by the Tennessee Titans, they averaged 4.5 plays per possession. So a very smart defensive game plan by the Kansas City Chiefs, Steve Spagnolo with one heck of a day. So Kansas City advances to its first Super Bowl in 50 years. And in the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers in the second game, Santa Clara, California, beat Green Bay 37-20. to And just when you think that things can't get any weirder in the NFL, the guy who entered training camp with San Francisco as the number four running back on the team, Raheem Mostert rushed 29 times for 220 yards with uh, uh, with four rushing touchdowns. So this is going to be a really, really interesting Super Bowl to watch because there's a lot of unpredictability in this game. You don't really know what the 49ers offense is going to be. I mean... It's absolutely incredible how Jimmy Garoppolo has become an afterthought since throwing a huge interception against the Minnesota Vikings. And, you know, as I wrote, and I'm going to read you the top to my column, I don't remember, I mean, maybe there was a time back in 1933, <laughs> but, you know, this is the playoffs, and in two playoff games, the San Francisco 49ers have a 75 25 run pass ratio no one does that in the nfl these days so uh, some very interesting things to digest over the next two weeks as we prepare for super bowl 54 in miami so the first thing i want to do uh before i get to my column is i spent a few minutes maybe three or four minutes after the game doing a very quick uh, little Q&A with 
with the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. And what I found really interesting about Mahomes today is that I think he really was motivated to show that he had really moved on from last year. He progressed. You'll see what in what I wrote about him uh, in this column this week. Uh, you'll see what I mean about that. But before I get to my column, let's hear from Patrick Mahomes after the game in a crowded and somewhat noisy hallway right outside the Kansas City Chiefs locker room at Arrowhead Stadium. Patrick, 364 days ago, right in the bowels of this stadium, you lost a painful game. And after the game, you spent about five minutes with Tom Brady. What was that like, and what do you remember about his lesson to you that day? Yeah, I think the biggest thing he said was just stay with the process and be who you are. He didn't want me to change at all. He wanted me to go out there and take advantage of every single day. And when you hear it from a guy like that who's had the success at the level that he's had for his entire career, you know that uh, you've got to take advantage of every single day if you want to be great. In the offseason, what did that loss mean to you? And what happened to you this offseason that made you come back with this kind of year? Yeah, I think the biggest thing to me was, I mean, people say it's fuel, but I think just being able to watch Super Bowl and not be in it, I knew I wanted to be here. Uh, the, Where'd you watch the game? Uh, I watched it at my, my house, and I didn't like it, I promise you that. So it was uh, something where I, I didn't I didn't want to be watching it again, and so I used that to just make sure that I prepare myself to not be, to be in this moment now and not be sitting at home. On your run today, the 27-yard run, you told me that it might have been the longest run you've had since high school. Take me through it. What did you see? and what caused you to be able to make it? Yeah, I think uh, the biggest thing was it was kind of like a two-man or 11 double where they're kind of in that version where they're really focusing on our receivers with Tyreek and uh, Kelsey. And so as I started working, I knew we had kind of an all-go type of route where everybody's down the field except for Kelsey. And I saw the offensive line shove everybody down, and so I knew I could I could run to the sideline and get the first down. And I luckily got down that sideline and just kind of kept my feet, and then I knew we had a timeout, so I, tr I tried to cut it back and got in the end zone. Did you know how close you were to the sidelines? I didn't know, know how close I was. I knew it was I was about close. three inches. I knew I was very close. I was just trying to keep my feet up. <laughs> what does this mean to you in year three to be going to the Super Bowl? Yeah, it means it means a ton to me. I mean, with have the team I have around me, uh, the fall just short last year, we knew we wanted to be there, and so we're we're here now, and 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 now we have to go out there and take advantage of it. Thanks, Patrick. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank you. So you'll hear a few of those sound bites and some other stuff that Mahomes said after the game uh, in my column. And let's start. Dateline, Kansas City. You know you've got the right guy as your forever quarterback when he plays one of the games of his life to get a starved franchise to its first Super Bowl since man walked on the moon. And then he's just as perfect after the game. Patrick Mahomes is 24, and it's very likely he could play till 44 and never have a run as scintillating and as meaningful as the one he had with 23 seconds left in the first half of the AFC Championship game Sunday. You saw that 27-yard tightrope run along the left sideline that ended with a rumbling and stumbling, won't-be-denied sprawl into the end zone that gave the Chiefs their first lead of the day in an eventual 35-24 victory. By now, I'm sure you've seen that run five or ten times. There's some very second-level intelligence about what Mahomes did on the play, 
which I'll get to later. But I sidled up to Mahomes at his locker post game as he was finishing getting dressed, said hello, and said, that run, and he interrupted me. Never would have happened without my guys downfield being doubled, Mahomes, the selfless one, said. That's why it was possible. Two guys are doubled, and that left space for me. I asked, on the replay, it looked like you missed stepping out by about three inches. That much, he said and laughed. I haven't run that far since high school, I don't think. In the next five minutes, kids who found their way into the locker room posed for pictures with him seven times. Each time, Mahomes made sure he was smiling with an arm around whoever. Then an older man stopped by his locker to shake his hand and tell him how much this win meant to Kansas City. Mahomes smiled broadly and engaged with the guy for a minute. In his press conference, he said it was a thrill to bring the trophy named after the founder of this franchise, Lamar Hunt, home. And he said last season's overtime loss in the title game to New England was adversity the team used to build to this point and said how lucky he was to be around this team at this time. None of it sounded fake. Picking Mahomes 10th in the 2017 draft was perfect in so many ways. You got a little dose today, Andy Reid told me in his Arrowhead office. That's him every day. As a player, he's special, which everyone can see. And as a person, he's got everything, too. He's the whole package. Mahomes' run will live forever in Kansas City lore. It propelled the Chiefs to a Super Bowl date with the 49ers on February 2nd in Miami. Maybe even better than that, the diehards who make Arrowhead Stadium sound like an indoor Metallica crowd know that with Mahomes leading the way, there's no way this will be Kansas City's last Super Bowl in the Mahomes era. While the Chiefs turned Derrick Henry mortal, the 49ers beat up Aaron Rodgers as badly as they did in November. Niners 37, Packers 20, and it wasn't that close. It makes for a fascinating Super Bowl, Kansas City's franchise quarterback against the peculiar Jimmy Garoppolo. The Niners, with imaginative play designer and caller Kyle Shanahan, have routed two playoff foes with a 75-25 run-pass ratio. The Niners' strong defensive front, nine playoff sacks, 26 hits and hurries in two games, will be a nightmare for the Chiefs to navigate as they game plan beginning this morning. The opening line, Chiefs by one. I have no idea what that means or who should be favored. Just as I find it hard to think the Niners will struggle to run it and will certainly torment Mahomes, I think it's just as hard to think that Mahomes will be shut down. San Francisco last won the Super Bowl 25 years ago. Remember the gorilla getting ripped off Steve Young's back? Kansas City last won the Super Bowl 50 years ago. Remember Hank Stram yelling to matriculate the ball down the field? You might be too young to remember either. Whatever. This should be a great football game between the 14-4 Chiefs and the 15-3 Niners. Between the imaginative grandfatherly Reed 
61, and the imaginative wonderkind Kyle Shanahan, 40. There's a lonely little white pennant flying in the north end zone at Arrowhead Stadium, just below the American flag. The Chiefs take great pride in their last Super Bowl championship, their lone Super Bowl championship. A 24-7 win over the Vikings on January 11, 1970. But it's been so long and the drought so painful to the fans here that the reminder is modest. Kansas City Chiefs, 1969 World Champions. Look like the dry spell made so painful by last year's 37-31 overtime loss to the Patriots might stretch to 51 years when this game was midway through the second quarter. On the first three Tennessee series, the Titans generated scoring drives three times and gained 180 yards. Tennessee 17, Kansas City 7. Henry was his usual pile-driving and crease-finding self with 61 rushing yards. The man was on pace for a 183 rushing yard afternoon, keeping in his recent tradition. Tennessee scored seven more points. Henry gained eight more rushing yards. Mahomes just owned the day after that with touchdown drives of 58, 86, 73, and 88 yards. The Titans couldn't catch him, and they couldn't manage to keep anything going offensively. I guess you could say they got away from Henry. Big mistake. We just didn't have the opportunities, Titans coach Mike Vrabel said. Tennessee ran just 14 offensive plays over the next four series, covering nearly two full quarters. With the score 17-7, Mahomes lasered a 20-yard strike to Tyreek Hill to make it 17-14. Reed thought it was his best throw of the day. Logan Ryan, who has played great this postseason, was in close coverage down the seam with Hill. Tyreek had a guy right on him, Reed told me, but Patrick's throw was just beautiful. He reared back and said, there's no way this can be stopped. The game turned for good at the end of the last Kansas City series of the half. With 1.51 and two timeouts left before the half, Mahomes had plenty of time to drive, and he didn't waste it. He still had the two two timeouts left when he took a shotgun snap with 23 seconds to go from the Tennessee 27. As Mahomes described, Hill and Kelsey each had two cover guys trailing them, Hill doing a skinny post from the left slot and Kelsey running up the right seam. This left some space to his left. I knew we had an all-go type of route, Mahomes told me. The offensive line shut everybody down, so I knew I could run to the sideline and get the first down. As he turned the corner at the 32, linebacker Derek Roberson had a shot at Mahomes and missed. Then Rashawn Evans had the same shot around the 29. Mahomes getting tight to the sideline at the 25. You know, a tight shot of the slow-mo replay showed Mahomes was three inches from the white stripe right then. And getting pursued by hefty defensive lineman Daquan Jones, Mahomes would step out just after the first down marker 
at the 17, or so we thought. Now here's where the next level smarts comes in. Mahomes told me he knew he had two timeouts left, and with the clock running down to halftime, he knew it didn't matter if he stayed in or went out of bounds as the clock wound down. 16, 15, 14, said Mahomes. So I tried to cut it back, and I did a little. Luckily, I hung on to the ball. Cornerback Tremaine Brock of the Titans tried to rip it from his grasp at the five. Mahomes hung on, and then, as he said, I was going for it. When he fell a yard past the goal line, this stadium erupted like I hadn't heard a stadium erupt all season anywhere. In the end zone, Mahomes was surrounded by his amazed mates. Wide receiver Demarcus Robinson bowed to him with both arms going north to south in an exaggerated, we are not worthy motion. Robinson told me, I was like, throw your hands up for this guy. He already showed you he's got an MVP arm. Now he shows you he's got MVP legs. Mahomes might have done the same thing, or I'm sorry, Mahomes might have shown the same thing a year ago today. The Patriots and Chiefs went to overtime tied at 31, and Mahomes and Tom Brady were trading big plays and shredding defenses. New England's Matthew Slater won the overtime toss, though, and Kansas City never touched the ball in OT. Pats, 37-31. After the game, Brady sought out Mahomes. They sat alone for five minutes in a room in the bowels of Arrowhead Stadium. Brady played consoler-in-chief. Mahomes said the biggest thing he said was, stay with the process and be who you are. He didn't want me to change at all. He wanted me to go out there and take advantage of every single day. When you hear it from a guy like that who's had the success at the level that he's had for his entire career, you know you've got to take advantage of every single day if you want to be great. Mahomes almost didn't watch the Patriots-Rams Super Bowl, but he did turn it on at his home in Kansas City. I used that, he told me, to just make sure that I did everything to prepare to be in this moment now and not be sitting at home. His first real bit of leadership came after 2017 rushing champ Kareem Hunt was fired during the 2018 season for lying to the team about domestic assault. This happened two days before the Chiefs were to play at Oakland in November, and before the team left on a Saturday morning, Mahomes, the fifth youngest player on the team then, asked to speak to his players with no coaches in the room. Reed let him. Mahomes, who'd seen player leadership when he was a kid running around baseball clubhouses with his ball-playing dad, Pat Mahomes, told the team it was okay to still love Hunt, but they'd come too far to let something, anything, derail this season. You can't fake that stuff, Mahomes said. It has to be genuine. That, Reed told me recently, is why we're in such good shape with this kid. But this season is not just the Mahomes revival show. Reed needs some redemption, too. Sunday's win was his 221st career victory, including playoffs. <clears throat> that is sixth all-time. 
The five above him, Shula, Hallis, Belichick, Landry, LeBeau, have won NFL championships. And Belichick, a good friend, has won six. Reed has not won one. His lone trip to the Super Bowl 15 years ago came with the Eagles, who lost to New England 24-21. Maybe deep down it eats at Reed. How could it not? But Saturday night, Reed was sharing a table and a bite at the team's post-meeting snack with the team's VP of Sports Medicine and Performance, Rick Burkholder, who came to Philly, or who came from Philly to Kansas City with Reed seven years ago. Burkholder said he was nervous. Reed asked why. Because I want so bad for us to win it for you, Burkholder said. No, Reed said. We need to win this for the guys, for the team. It can't be about one guy. It's got to be for everybody. Reed was the last chief left back in the locker room now. There was an industrial strength vacuum cleaning the locker room of all the random confetti from the celebration out in the field. I asked Reed what he'd do to celebrate this second Super Bowl trip and first for the Chiefs since the Nixon administration. Go get a cheeseburger, he said. The guy fits pretty well in Kansas City, as does his quarterback. Postscript. You may have heard the name Michael McCambridge. He's an author, an excellent writer. He lived most of his young life in Kansas City and grew to love the Chiefs. He went to the game Sunday and texted me this after midnight. As we were leaving the stadium, numb and jubilant, you could see people with a look of relief in their eyes that they were leaving Arrowhead for the final time in a season, elated rather than crushed. It was so delightful that some people seemed almost baffled. My friend Greg Emos, who I attended the game with, said, we really don't know how to do this. We don't have any practice at it. Then McCambridge wrote, Lots of ghosts exercised, and that starts with 15. He's not haunted, and that's why the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. That's my uh, story from Kansas City. I wrote about the NFC game. I talked to Joe Staley, obviously the 13-year veteran left tackle, because I wanted to find out a little bit about the culture and how Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch had built such a good team, and not just a good team, but a, a team built to some exacting specifications. You should read this in my column, and it's centered around how Raheem Mostert fits this team absolutely perfectly. Elsewhere in my column this week, I've got a good chunk about... Uh, what I call, who I call the uniter in chief. <laughs> Jeez, I've I've heard the I've used the consoler in chief and the uniter in chief. Uh, maybe not the best idea to use both of those in a uh, eleven thousand word column or whatever it is this week. But um, uh, it's about Steve Gleason getting the uh, from the uh, House of Congress the 164th recipient of the Congressional Gold Medal on Wednesday in Washington. 
<clears throat> very interesting scene and very interesting to hear the most powerful people in our country talk about Steve Gleason in such a fanboy way. I think you'll get a kick out of it. Theo Epstein, the Chicago Cubs general manager, makes his debut in the column in the Steve Gleason item, which you'll read. Uh, my players of the week are Mostert and, and Mahomes. No surprise there. My defensive player of the week, <clears throat> Tyron Matthew. Man, I think he is playing absolutely terrific. Really surprised me after the game, too, that, that Andy Reid told me that uh, his two biggest leaders right now, he, he didn't say it in those exact words, but uh, it sounded like his two biggest leaders, Patrick Mahomes and Tyron Matthew. Which crazy about that is this is Matthew's first year with them. So um, just uh, sort of a few interesting observations there. Uh, Coach of the week, Steve Spagnolo. My go to the week is Darrell Rivas. Um, just look at social media if you want to know why. He picked this incredible moment of triumph for Richard Sherman to to uh, to basically really lay into the guy because he's not a man cover corner. So it's like nothing he does means anything if he can't man up and cover somebody. Very, very, very weak by Rivas. My profile this week is on Luke Keekley, the retired Carolina Panther. Uh, Keekley is a uh, very admirable guy. Um, there's a lot of speculation that he retired because of the effects of concussions. I don't really get into that. We haven't heard from Keekley, but I go back to a 2016 podcast conversation I did with him and plucked out a couple of things that I think you'll find interesting. Uh, and you know, that's, that's really about it. Um, I've got some interesting mail, some about the Rooney rule. Um, and, uh, you know, I, <clears throat> one of the things I really want to hear from people on this week, uh, I kind of rail against the 17 game schedule again, which I've done before. And I'd really like to get your comments on whether you like it or whether you don't like it and why, send those comments to peterkingfmia at gmail.com. Um, I think that's about it. We're going to get to the uh, adieu haiku now. Here we go. One question, just one. How did six NFL teams dump Raheem Mostert? And that's the FMIA Minipod Championship Sunday Edition. I'll be back next Sunday. It'll be my first day in Miami getting ready for Super Bowl preparation. Going to have a very, very interesting lead to my Monday column next week, and I think you'll enjoy it. With that little tease, I'm going to let you go. I hope you have a great week. Um, go out and do something fun. There's no uh, – there's, there's the Pro Bowl this weekend, but – I'm not a very big Pro Bowl fan. Um, as a matter of fact, I don't like it at all. <laughs> but um, hopefully you'll be able to find something fun to do. Go take a nice hike. Go for a run. Do something. But uh, I'll be back here next Sunday uh, as the fun starts from Miami and all the preparation for Super Bowl 54.
Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.